Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Welcome back for a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. We'll have the latest results of our weekly poll later in the show. And that's all about the right to work law in Michigan and how that might impact the UAW. And we've got more information about Ford's three-cylinder engine and how they plan to sell it. But for now, let's take a look at what's happening elsewhere in the automotive industry. And this sure is good news for Fisker. A123 Systems, which makes batteries for Fisker's plug-in, stopped production when it filed for bankruptcy two months ago. But a Chinese company, Wenshang, bought A123's assets in bankruptcy court for $256 million. Wenshang had even offered more money, $465 million, before A123 went into bankruptcy. But several Republican congressmen objected to it being sold to the Chinese because A123 also had military contracts. But that part of the company was sold off separately and Wang Sheng outbid Johnson Controls, Siemens, and NEC. Sales in China have been cooling off this year, but they're starting to pick up again. They hit 1.46 million units last month, a gain of nearly 9%, and that's the highest monthly total in almost two years. But dealers in the country are offering big discounts to try and clear inventory out for the end of the year. And despite the big jump in sales, Japanese automakers are still having trouble in China. Reuters reports that Toyota is delaying the launch of a new production line at one of its plants in the country because the company expects sales to decline for the foreseeable future. And Gasgu reports that a number of Chinese dealers are considering dropping Japanese brands altogether because they're afraid future protests could cripple sales again. One dealer says that sales of Japanese brands at his outlets have dropped by one-third. Audi, BMW, and Mercedes are expecting record sales this year despite the problems in Europe. But BMW is expanding its luxury car lead over the others. It's been able to maintain growth by tapping the U.S. and Chinese markets, where the X1 SUV saw a 37% sales increase and the 3 Series climbed 36%. BMW deliveries as a whole jumped 26% in November. For the whole year, they're up 11%. Daimler AG is investing $100 million in its Detroit diesel plant. This will expand production and add new technology and jobs. The plant currently has 2,300 employees and builds four major engines, rear axles, and 12-speed transmissions. This investment will allow Detroit Diesel to be the first heavy-duty manufacturer in North America to offer a fully integrated powertrain from one production facility. Fully integrated, of course, means they have engines and transmissions and axles. Daimler says it can design each of these systems to work more efficiently with each other. While we've got the latest results from our weekly poll, we asked you if Michigan's right to work law will help, hurt, or not make any difference at all to the UAW. 
and you overwhelmingly believe it's going to hurt the union. 83% of you said it'll hurt the UAW. 14% said it's not going to make any difference at all. And 3% of you said it would actually help the UAW. Who has the most fuel efficient non-hybrid? Ford says it does. That report coming up next. Why? Because plants need water to grow. Because baseball's played in the summer. Oxygen and hydrogen. Because I forgot to get a receipt. Why? Why not? Why? Why don't you go ask your dad? Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. I'm here in California, standing in front of some Euro-spec Ford Fiestas, equipped with Ford's all-new, award-winning, German-built, one-liter EcoBoost engine, one that Ford says will be the most fuel-efficient non-hybrid. The one-liter is our latest EcoBoost engine. Um, that's the combination of the turbocharging, direct injection, and twin-independent variable cam timing. Um, in addition to those technologies, the one-liter EcoBoost has incorporated several new features, those being a belt-and-oil drive system, which makes the uh, cam drive system extremely quiet and low friction. We've incorporated a variable displacement oil pump to reduce parasitic losses. Um, we've also introduced a split cooling system that divorces the flow in the block and in the cylinder head. Um, it enables the cylinder head to warm up more rapidly. In addition, we incorporated the exhaust manifold into the cylinder head. It's cast directly in place. Um, that further uh, increases the warm-up rate of the coolant that's flowing through the cylinder head with that uh, hot exhaust gas flowing through the, uh, the cylinder head. Um, the close-coupled uh, turbocharger also spools up very rapidly and that close coupling is enabled by the fact that we don't have an exhaust manifold. Again, it's cast directly into the cylinder head. To spotlight one liter's size, Ford even packed the engine block into carry-on luggage in Detroit and flew it out here to Los Angeles. Now that may be small, but Ford is selling small cars like Fiesta to a fast-growing segment. Well, when we look at the one liter Fiesta, Fiesta today sells to um, younger uh, millennials. In fact, about 25% are under 32. Uh, it's also significantly first-time buyers. So about 26% of the customers who buy a Fiesta are buying their first car for the first time. Um, we expect the one liter to um, customers who understand engine technology, I think are going to be very interested in it, but also customers who are looking for the best fuel economy are also going to look for the one liter EcoBoost. So I think it'll be a, a little bit on uh, engineering and performance and a little bit on fuel economy. The one liter EcoBoost just won the 2012 award for International Engine of the Year, the first time Ford has ever done so. If you'd like to drive a one-liter Fiesta, you'll have to wait till sometime next year. From Southern California, I'm Sean McElroy with AutoLine Daily. You know that one-liter engine has surprisingly good low-end torque. But since it's only going to be offered with a five-speed manual, that's going to limit the engine's appeal. And if Ford charges too much for it as an option, it's going to limit it even more. Speaking of turbocharged engines, our guest on Autoline After Hours this Thursday night is John Morton, who heads up the turbocharging efforts for motor racing at Borg Warner. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information in the business. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow. <music>